Hello and welcome to the Retro Rejects. On this week's show, there's going to be a face-off between Waxworks, that cheesy 1980s movie about wax and working, uh, versus House of Wax, a movie about a house made of wax, quite literally. Stay tuned. If you're marching... Um, I thought that, like before we get started I know technically House of Wax isn't like from the 80s and 90s and kind of in the podcast we say that we're about um, uh, movies and stuff from the 80s and 90s but like it's still retro. Who cares? You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's retro. It's, and it's related to the other films. It's, it's nearly 20 years old of a movie. Exactly. And as well, it was just when we're looking at Waxworks. Yeah. Which is said it qualifies for vintage at this wax stage. kind of movie as yeah. well. You're just saying wax many. way too yeah. often. It's but there's not many needed. wax movies. Like, I remember the, the first <laughs> wax movie I saw. <laughs> um would have been uh, I think it was House of Wax Vincent Price thing yeah. uh, years ago RTE the, the national television broadcaster like used to just get pretty shit movies for Halloween really mm-hmm. although they, maybe not shit movies but it Older was yeah movies. like I mean a lot of time it was the fog nearly every year which was good yes. you'd never get to see Halloween though strangely enough no they never did Halloween um, at Halloween no uh, they, they, Christmas now was a great time for horror movies for some reason yeah um, but uh, yeah it was like the, that Vincent Price version of House of Wax that was meant to be a 3D movie because I can remember that they were doing like a 3D thing on Halloween and I was going to stay in especially because I was so excited <laughs> um, and this was one of the first ones that they had on and I remember having the 3D glasses that you got free with the RTE times oh god the RTE guide yeah. yeah and um, just sitting down and kind of going this is fucking terrible I, I, I should have decided to go out to parties for <laughs> yes for Halloween instead yeah. of staying in like a yeah. recluse well it was always films. because it was just like the whole 3D thing was yeah that was big at that stage yeah. it was like a big thing and then it was like it, it seems to come around every like yeah, uh, someone starts throwing axes at the camera and stuff yeah like pointing their swords I seem to remember there was one bit where I think that he kind of like did a trick with like you know with the cards flipping the whole deck of cards yeah. out and it actually looked like it came through the screen oh so it did work then so what are you complaining about no it didn't no. oh <laughs> um, but yeah uh, I suppose we start off talking a little bit about it uh, the movies individually and then mm. we'll have them in a, a bare knuckle fight and trust, yes. yeah. even though there's nothing really similar about the fucking movies at all they're, they're completely and utterly different movies the only thing that they have in common is wax, wax in the title yeah yeah, um, yeah. so wax works Yes. Yeah, you said that you didn't see it before we put it on, but I can mm. tell you for a fact you've seen it several times. I've just chosen to blank it from my memory, yeah. obviously, yeah, for whatever reason. Mm. Well, mm. what do you think of Waxworks? And actually explain what Waxworks is about. Oh, basically a group of like privileged young knobs is what you essentially go into. Billy it. from Gremlins. Yes. Yeah. If anyone knows who that is. Yeah, I'm of course sure you do. do. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Zach Galifianakis <laughs> play Billy from Gremlins. What? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yes, they, they all kind of decide to go into this like waxworks to see all, they have all these like dioramas on display of like, you know, sort of spooky kind of things, people getting murdered and like Wolfman and all this. And uh, what happens is um, they actually get trapped in the waxworks eventually. Um, they kind of go and they have a look and if they step across the barrier, they actually step into the world of the waxworks. But it's a, can you, do you remember the plot boy? Oh, as your man basically he wanted to release all these like evil yes yeah. into the world once he had everyone collected basically mm. in these things um, they'd all come to life as such and take over the whole world yeah 
Yeah. How? Well, I, I, I don't know because they seem to get defeated pretty easily. Mm. Um, but I, I thought the concept was actually. It was because it's cool, almost like an anthology of films all in one film mm. because they had each their own little kind of right. This is a, you know, sort of a, a werewolf film. This is a, a vampire type film, even if not vampire, but I mean, mm. murky disorder. Well, it is, but, yeah. And as well, we for, it's by our uh, favorite director at the moment, mm. um, as well, if I could remember his name, uh, Anthony Hickox, yes. who did the, the Warlock. Yeah, which Sequel. we spoke about recently Yeah, which enough. we're quite fond of. Mm-hmm. And I'd say I'm quite fond of um, Waxworks. I remember seeing it when it came out, mm-hmm. well, on video. I don't know if it got a theatrical release. And really, really liking it. But it was one of those ones, I don't think it's up there for people with Lost Boys or be no. widely known, you know, as our Silver not. Bullet or any of those, or Night of the Comet or any, you know, it's, it's a very... I think maybe Niche. it's still a cult yeah. um, film, even though it's got a really good cast. I think the directing is really, really good in that, especially for the transition when he goes into like there's one where it's like a reference with one of the waxworks is basically Night of the Living Dead and it goes black and white when it mm. goes in. But it looks like Night of the Living Dead. Like how it was shot, um, yeah. Whoever was doing the cinematography, yeah. I think, was spot on. The vampire one was done very well. Uh, as well I think it looked it had that creepy yeah. sort of like castle atmosphere or something mm. you know sort of the, the they're all of. quite done pretty well the werewolf one I thought that was mm. when I was younger that was my favourite one mm. but looking at it then when it started off I was like oh my god it's like the werewolf is just a bit chonky yeah. yeah and as well for some reason fucking Jonathan Reese jones keeps uh, popping up in movies I've been watching he, yeah, he, he was, like, oh, look, he was in this again, again yeah. yeah um as a werewolf guy and as well one of the guys who ended up turned into the werewolf uh was uh, um sorry it was the cat was just going to headbutt the microphone there oh, that's who he was going to turn into yeah, uh, but he was like in Twin Peaks oh um and then like there was Billy from Gremlins uh, th- there was one of the guys from the Avengers in it like the old Avengers the English spy Avengers thing mm-hmm. um so it was quite Quite like, star studded. Yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose be star studded. Yeah. yeah. The effects were really, really, really good. I think the effects hold up still astonishingly well. And it's it's one of those things I think is for the time, it was very campy. It was like, you know, it had its tongue very much firmly lodged in its cheek. It knew what it was, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I think if modern day audiences were to look at it not knowing that they might think that it's just a bit crap mm. you know that it's yeah it wasn't uh, kind of be knowingly sort of yeah, mm. uh, kitsch or whatever yeah because the acting isn't great in it mm. at times uh, but and it is like completely over the top and like the end part is just fucking mental I think like mm-hmm. all the different individual scenes are done really really well and then you get to the end and it's the the guy who's his uncle who's fucking the Avengers guy he says oh yes your, your grandfather died kind of like and the fellow who owns the waxworks thing he robbed all the artifacts from and he's going to do this and that but he shows up in his wheelchair with, with like a team of, the team yeah, of people. elderly people yeah. that were like yeah all sworn to like fight this evil yeah do you know it reminded me an awful lot of the 13 ghosts of Scooby Doo <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> some, I, but yeah it was they all show up and they all fight to the death with like Frankenstein and all these yeah, monsters Dracula, yeah. yeah now there were so many other monsters that they they weren't shown because there was like meant to be 30 things in the exhibition and mm. then there was kind of throw with like the mummy one yeah um, was shot very well as well but uh, it's 
you know, I don't know. It's somebody like there was um, um, the carnival freak thing that looked mm. like a mermaid. Yeah. Uh, that I thought would have been, you know, but then again, you kind of go, all right, that probably would have been quite expensive to do. Exactly. Stuff around. That's it, yeah, they just throw it in for a shot and, you know, oh, yeah, mm. that would have been cool. And the Frankenstein one as well. Well, mm. like, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to get into like a big critical kind of breakdown of the movie because it is just like, it is what it is. It's like a fun kind of dopey movie it's well shot special effects are good not the acting's so okay yeah. so so kind of a thing but I suppose they're as you said they're very knowing and arch and it's kind of like mm. over the top acting kind yeah of well like I mean the thing is you obviously didn't see it when you were younger no which I think is it says a lot you know kind of as well that it wasn't something that would have been because I don't no, ever seem to really remember common. it being on TV no, or anything like that either yeah um, which is a bit weird um, I think for yeah something like it you think it would yeah. be like, as I said because it is sort of like oh it's Dracula and oh look it's mm. you know the werewolves there's loads of different tales within yeah. one film it would have been a great one for a Halloween type I think thing. it was just too weird for people mm. really because that's why I think it was it was it would have been great for kids if it wasn't as horrific and violent and sexual content in it, like uh, with yeah. the BDS and M with the Marquis de Sade um, that yeah, bit that when that kind bit. of pops up and it's yeah, kind of yeah, like oh like, right. well, okay yeah, and she wants to get whipped to death because she's enjoying it yeah. basically getting off on it mm. and all the rest of it yeah that that takes a pretty dark turn even for yeah. that kind of a film but it has that feel like it would be great if it, they toned it down a small bit and mm. aimed it at kids because it's like it's real romp through sort of horror yeah. tropes I think yeah that's probably that's a good point actually mm. with it because it doesn't really sit anywhere with it where it's mm. not like violent enough that's what I mean it, it isn't I think for adults it's a little bit too kitschy and for mm. kids it's way too fucking like yeah it's, it's not suitable for children some parts of it aren't suitable for children but I think that's the thing with it that the the tone is a bit all over the place uh, with it because when you do start looking at it it's I don't know it's not as comedy-ish and then it kind of seems to get more comedic as it goes goes on on, and kind of more kind of more kind of yeah out there I suppose really yeah yeah. Hmm. Um, so it's a bit yeah it's a bit of a mixed bag I think Mm, really and then you get to the sequel which by the end of the first one was pretty violent and all over the place yeah yeah yeah. my god yeah I suppose yeah before we get on to the the end of it like um, and as well I suppose one of the things that did like I didn't expect some of the characters to die in it that Mm. died in it like you knew that Billy was going to be one of them because like I'd imagine his star was pretty high after um, at that particular time yeah exactly yeah after Uh, Gremlins and all that yeah Uh, (laughs) kind of like all that Gremlins money he was living (laughs) off yeah Um, rolling in it but then, yeah, the end of it, like, they basically destroy all the, the things and uh, there is a hand escapes from it. And like they said at one point, if even one of these things get into the world, that means the end for us all. And it's like, how? Uh-huh, um, yeah. This hand is just going to go around murdering everyone. Yeah. yeah it's, it's basically like, you know, out of the Adams family kind of yeah. thing. But then you go into the sequel and the sequel takes up directly from where it left off. But the hand follows uh, the main heroine home. And kills her father yeah. <laughs> in a bizarre, in a very horrific kind yeah. of manner. Yeah, yeah. So she gets done for murder, and it starts off with her trial where she's like, "No, it was a hand." And they're all like, "You're insane!" <laughs> um, and for some reason, they don't have her detained while they're they're she's on trial for murder. Murder, exactly. Yeah, she's um, just out like knocking around, kind of like, "Oh, yeah. my innocence." So they decide that they're going to. Yeah, they find there's a thing they come across this 
talisman thing that kind of lets them travel through time. So mm. their whole thing is, oh, if we travel through time and go to the, maybe we can try and find yeah. uh, undead flesh from that to prove that you're not mad. Mm. Um, and that's where yeah, the, the sequel the, the, starts. Yeah, like. there, it's a naughty premise. Basically, it, it's yeah. a naughty premise. It seems like it's going to be more tongue in cheek. Um, and in parts it is, yeah. Yeah, but it's just... It, it like I'll get into, it, but it's one of the first films I turned off yeah. halfway through as well. And like we're saying after Warlock Three, mm. I was like my toleration for movies is yeah, pretty is, high. But it's after not Warlock that valuable, but it is yeah. more valuable than this. Yeah, I was like I can't. I just after Warlock Three, I can't fucking look at another thing like another this. Another piece of shit. Yeah. Now went back and put on the rest of it the next day, which I'm kind of glad we did because it got a bit better. Mm. But um, I suppose yeah. So kind of. What did you think of it? So, well, I mean, we watched it the first night, I suppose, up until the point where um, Bruce Campbell made an appearance. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the thing with it. It's, it's, it has a really, really good cast in it. Martin mm. Kemp played Dr. Frankenstein it's in so it. so weird looking at it because I suppose for um, people who may not be based in England or Ireland, um, he's currently on like a celebrity goggle yeah, box he's, thing. he was the singer in Spando Ballet. Yeah. Um, or no, maybe he played the instrument. I don't know, but he was in Spando Ballet. And then he was yeah. in EastEnders, which is a long run and so yeah. as well, wasn't Well, it? he was in The Craze, um, which was yeah. um, a British movie. Film. And it was mm. actually really, really good. Like, I think Martin Kemp was actually a pretty good actor, you know. Um, in this, they just, they're, they're hamming it off. But oh, like God, you were saying, yeah. Bruce Campbell is in it as mm. well. There is, oh, I can't remember, there was a, f- a fair few kind of like big name where you kind of go fucking but it was just it was just kind of awful even even the Bruce Campbell one which we kind of thought would be kind of a little bit funny or whatever because Mm. of the nature of it was funny but at the same time it was terrible yeah oh fucking Deanna Troy was in it as well yeah that's right yeah Yeah, so like the the, it kind of followed a similar format but it was like they were going to these different time periods where Mm. evil people were together so they went to Dr. Frankenstein's place to, and they were going to rob his book, which detailed mm. how to like reanimate kind yeah. of a thing. Um, and that was shot okay. Then the second one, I think it was the uh, well, there was an alien one mm. that that looked like apart from when the alien showed up and the alien was awful. I think probably one one of the things with this film is, and probably with Warlock too, it's someone who's got a lot of ambition but doesn't have the money. Yeah, to try and pull off all the special yeah. effects needed. Uh, with it, which can be good and can be bad. Yeah, like, you can know, force you to be inventive and come up yeah. with some good things, but sometimes you're just like, oh, God, yeah, don't it's when you that. do need it. It's not like the alien looked terrible. But like, I mean, it did look like an alien movie the way it was shot. And yes. it was the same. It did look like a Frankenstein movie. And then when they did, I think it was like The Haunting um, was the name of the original movie. I remember mm. that they did a version of it with... Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta-Jones years ago and it was oh, like sure. they turned into a 12s or it's like all these paranormal investigators go to house. Scary Movie 2 basically pulls the piss out of it. Yeah. Um, but their version of that looked an awful lot like that movie. Original, it yeah. was fucking spot on. Uh, with, it was just it was done really really bad. Um, and yeah that was the point where it just went Nah, nah, can't. Fuck, I can't. Yeah, that's fuck it. This. We've got her things yeah. to be doing with her night, even if it's just staring at her own mm. feet. But it did pick up after mm. that. I thought when we put it back on, it went into a fantasy film, and even the grain changed mm. on. Like I mean, this is the thing. The, whoever the cinematographer war was, or if it's your man Anthony Hickox, mm. that, that um, 
it, it was spot on to movies like Krull and fucking kind of like yeah it caught the feel of it all and you kind of you knew what you were watching as such like, mm. you know you knew from like sort of having seen multiple other films like that yeah this is going to be this particular yeah. trope or this particular genre mm. so was it with this part of the film it went into where um, Billy and uh, your woman they get sucked into yeah this fantasy world and they learn when they're in the fantasy world that it's like where they are it's like an alternate dimension where like good and evil fight each other and mm-hmm. if evil wins in that dimension it kind of tips the balance in our in every other dimension reality and all thing, that yeah. so they're trying to basically there's like this evil king who's going to poison the other king and they, like there's so much it, it did section, get a bit yeah. too mental I think yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, there was where it was kind of it was entry, if the whole film I think was done around this it would have been a lot better um, but where it was the, the whole thing where your man the, the evil king wants to be a shapeshifter so he can impersonate the real king so he gets uh, panther to fuck this woman in a ritual she turns into a shape-shifting panther and then they drink her blood and it's just like well, it just came out of fucking nowhere yeah like, demented yeah. minds thinking um, stuff like this yeah, yeah. but it's, it's like you have to credit the originality and then like there's the usual fight in the castle but mm-hmm. you think he's going to assemble a team the heroes yeah. that doesn't really happen um with it, but like I, I enjoyed the fantasy element too. It. it was yeah, it was all the music was spot on. Mm. I thought and like you knew obviously they were going to get back and then there was like uh, a severed hand from I can't remember where the severed hand came from that was still animated, um, and they ended up bringing that back and used that to kind of prove your woman's innocence and then the. Yeah, that, was, that was yeah. it like. but I imagine that as others oh clearly okay you weren't the murderer and mm. we just accept a severed hand being animated that's yeah. fine thanks mm. case closed yeah <laughs> and nothing about like you know reality you shatter oh yeah but yeah, Billy decides to stay on time travelling mm. and then it finishes with her kind of like coming out and she's found innocent and if there's the biggest fucking rip off of Back to the Future where like a guy shows up he's like oh our agents he was like you know holding on to this letter since like you know 1930s or whatever mm. um, and we have to give it to you and it's like you know oh join me and she's like okay and then somehow she she does yeah <laughs> where it's magically. like it's like they seem to be having fun going around into mm. all these horrible you know where it's like yeah. you, it's meant to be oh, well, I, I don't know it's just like of a supernatural or something like that you know the series they voluntarily go off hunting demons and stuff because so they're, they're psychopaths well, and it's not it's just they're schizophrenic and they, it's children <laughs> they're murdering yeah true yeah. Uh, yeah, actually mentioning supernatural uh, Sam is in Yes, in the, uh, in the next Wax. one we're going yeah. to be talking about. Well, as a, I can understand why it didn't get say maybe it didn't turn into a franchise. Like mm. it was just too weird. I think. Yeah. Um, which it, it can be good sometimes, and in the case of this, I don't think it was. No, it wasn't good. Weird. Um, no, it, it, it was like, just a it, bit too. All yeah, the, the, place the humor shot. was too broad. Mm. I think in places where. It's just not funny. That's you the know? thing. It was it was people doing things that they were told were funny or something. Yeah. Like that. It's like these big broad wings to the camera, but they were, mm. it was just like no, that's not funny though. Sorry, yeah. sorry was, for your troubles. Yeah, like. it's kind of cool seeing Bruce Campbell in yeah. it as younger Bruce Campbell when I think he would have been. Like where he could have been leading man, he was mm. building up towards that thing. Um, because he was after doing Sundown, uh, the Vampire in Retreat mm. with Anthony Hickox just before this, I think. Or no, so that's some, probably why he showed up then, yeah. 
as why he showed up yeah and there's probably a lot of other people you know that were yeah. in it so yeah, yeah it was, uh, kind of two thumbs down for me to be honest with you yeah mm. Yeah, but for all two of them, separate, for the two, for the two of them. No, just for this one. The first yeah, one was good. I think. But you see, the, th- the thing with it as well, when I was reading up, because I was like, Jesus Christ, is there, like, it does have its fans. Now, maybe it's people that worked on the movie that are doing <laughs> reviews <laughs> yeah. on IMDb, because that does happen at times. But there were people, like, saying, look, yeah, I actually found it funny, which you can, you can mm-hmm. see, it, like, it'll appeal to a certain type of, but I think it's a very, very, very small niche. Yeah. Um, with it. It's not something I'll ever look at again. No. I think. And even with Waxworks, I don't, I don't think I could go That's back. That's probably enough times for it. you, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not like I've seen it hundreds of times, but I've seen it a fair few times. Yeah. Um, and you're done now. Time I, for other I'm things. done, yeah. That's now, kind of House of Wax, I actually never saw hmm. that, which surprised exactly, yeah. yeah, because it would have been right in the middle of where we would have been uh, going to the cinema quite frequently at yeah. that stage as well, given that I worked in a cinema. I think at now. the time when it came out as well, it was when the slasher movies were reviving kind of a thing, you know, yeah. it would have been on the backs of uh, Scream and all that. So you had all that the second Take, rate kind yeah. of ones like um, Wrong Turn and yeah. all Stairs these. on the left and The Hills of Eyes and all that kind of stuff seemed to be going on all right, yeah. Yeah, the with remakes. the remakes, yeah. Yeah. Where it just, it was because the slasher movies were a long time for people that, like, they were really big in the 80s and then mm. into the 90s, people got sick of them. They were yeah, just like, fucking like, hell, from, yeah. Yeah, move on, move yeah. on to something else. And then Scream kind of brought them back. But then you had a lot of these ones that were almost straight to me, where it kind of reveled in being a B movie. Yeah. Um, where, now, if I'm right, like, with Jared Padlacki, who was in this. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he also in Friday the 13th, the remake as well? I think he might have been. Yeah, actually, I think yeah. Jensen Ackles was in the remake of Bloody Valentine, yeah. which we never actually looked at, which mm-hmm. is apparently meant to be very good. Um, but this, I don't know. Like, I mean, it seemed to be in a mixed bag when it was really, I'd never looked at it because I heard it was crap. People I think it was, it was the was trouble at the time like, as well. Paris Hilton was in it, and a lot of yeah. people were saying, oh, it must be rubbish if she's in it. Yeah. Like, you know? Which. I'll give her a juice. She's, she's grand on it. She's grand yeah. on it. Like, you know, yeah. it's like... I think it, when you're a little bit more removed from that whole, the culture of the time, you can kind of appreciate it and not be like, oh, Paris Hilton. Yeah. Um, I think she's probably a bit underutilised in it mm. because it was just this kind of... Yeah. She was like the fucking just an object really yeah <laughs> like, unfortunately yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas like when she is like when she is being attacked as she's one of the only ones that kind of fights back mm. and that she kind of takes pieces maybe queen. she could actually yeah. stand a chance like I thought she was going to like do serious damage yeah. to your man how did she die was it fucking it was because like the deaths in this they weren't like overly horrific but some of them were they're all kind of well basically the premise of this again was mm. you know sort of this right. lunatic was trying to add to his like wax collection and yeah. turning people it was into town. wax yeah. it, was, it was yeah I suppose for people yeah. who often see it's the, the whole story the plot line what it is it's a group of teens they're on their way somewhere they stop off they're and they get caught yeah, up in this town yeah, kind of, yeah where there's like a guy well there's two guys t- twins mm-hmm. that were blind their mother was um, she used to make wax works in the town the father was like some surgeon who mm. fucking performed some procedure separating them because they were like conjoined twins yeah, born, yeah. 
Um, so it's like they're kind of mad and they're killing people from off around and they're like turning them into wax mm-hmm. figures in the town to try and finish the, their mother's Yeah, the walk. child that kind of came out worse off insofar as he had facial disfigurements, he had a wax mask made up for him as well that he was mm. covering his face with. So he's yeah. like, well, join, you know, get other wax people like me in mm. my town. So yeah, it's mm. bit, that's the premise of it. They're just, they these teens fall a cropper on, you know, and yeah. I think the build up to it is... Hmm. Okay, it, it's a, if anything, it's probably a little bit too long, even though it's like, I think it's maybe 110 minutes or something hmm. like that. Whereas I could have done with like 20 minutes less. You didn't yeah. need as much of a build up to yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and as well, like the characters are particularly likable. No, so you're it's not like, necessarily rooting for him. We're like, oh, well, they got turned into a waxwork and now they're getting their face peel, peeled off kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, oh, well, what harm kind of a thing. Yeah. So you're not overly concerned and anyone does get hurt or injured too, like so. even with Sam like mm. uh, Jared Padalecki he's like he's generally quite likeable I think yeah even, it's a bit of a douche in this yeah, like, yeah it is but like it starts off and you're like oh my god it's Sam and then like a couple of minutes into you're like god he's just horrible yeah, yeah. Um, and it's uh, like the main uh, character in was, uh, she was in 24 uh, oh it's uh, Kiefer Sutherland's daughter yeah, in uh, 24 yeah, Elisha Cubert, is it, or something uh, like that? Elisha Cuthbert. Yeah, um, yeah, like, she's just, I don't know, she doesn't really, you don't feel sorry for her, or there's no kind of... No, you're not really rooting for her, right? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. None of them. Yeah. Like, your man just comes across as a bit, the guy that's doing the killing, well, the two of them that are doing the killing, you kind of go, oh, yeah, well, like, they're killing people, all right, but, you know, <laughs> it's... And, like, her brother, that's meant to be the thing, because she's a twin, and her twin brother is... A dickhead as well basically mm, yeah and but you get to kind of feel that he can kind of handle himself and he's a bit of a bad boy mm. but it's I don't know I think it's kind of insinuated that he's gay and he's in love with the fella that he brings along but they never really explored it I think that mm. would have been more something that could have actually maybe, yeah. added a bit of yeah characterization or yeah. backstory or something mm. yeah mm. To, or even a bit of likability to the character where you, you can't, I don't know they're just all it's which happens a lot of times in slasher movies where they make mm. The teens. Now we were looking at a totally different thing. Um, talked to me last night. Oh gosh, we yeah. looking at it for ages, and that's one of the first horror movies in a long time where I think it's like really believable characters, and mm. you actually do get to like they're they're like believable teenagers. Yeah, even though some of the teenagers involved are not particularly like they you know they do stupid horrible mm. things, but you kind of go, I kind of get where they're going. Yeah, from. It's a, they're teenagers. Yeah. So it's, you know you don't kind of go, well, they're evil. It's just like they're doing stupid things as teenagers. They're having a laugh. And yeah, they, they kind of make yeah. bad decisions. Um, but like. I thought that was very good the mm. way that was handled. I think it was probably it was it was done very well in so far as the dialogue was it, it's like how normal people it was based in Australia first of mm. all so there was a lot of like fucking hell you know all of this you know, fucking you little shit get your shit off the table mm. and it's all it just seemed very natural or something like that yeah. very believable so you kind of actually start really rooting for yeah. the characters there where it's yeah. not like these kind of like plastic teens rich kids yeah. yeah these are just kids with normal home lives that are going to a normal school yeah. they're not like you know Beverly Hills 90210 mm. kind of a thing where it, you know and they're not like people to, be, to aspire to you know where I think yeah. a lot of these Hollywood slasher movies that's where people go wrong where it's like no one gives a fuck if these people get kind of murdered yeah, you know that's, yeah, I don't care. yeah that's the thing it's always like you know sort of like these uh, flawless looking ladies and these guys mm. with like sort of ripped abs and you know they're just basically just they are props rather than actors yeah. I think a lot of the time 
Whereas, like, I mean, even in the, the early Friday the 13th movies, um, they didn't cut, you, you kind of, some of the characters, you did the ones that survived, you wanted to survive. Mm. And it's like the whole thing with, like, Tommy Jarvis. He had a horrible time with fucking Jason, as you know, there was that thing going where, like, when he was, he felt for him, you wanted mm. him to, whereas, like, the other people that are just like these, and they weren't even too jerky. There were yeah. some of them more, but, like, I mean, most of them, you kind of go, all right, they shouldn't, they're really, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and as well, kind of like the deaths in this, they weren't overly creative, something they could have. Yeah. Like gone like it. into a saw kind of a thing mm. territory, but there was it was just like uh, yeah, it's just like oh, people just got covered in wax and somehow it turned into yeah. waxworks. Now when they did have the whole thing where Sam was still alive after he got covered in the wax, yeah. that was done well. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, because yeah, they're like taking they're basically trying to peel off his uh you know peel off the outer shell or something like that, but his skin had turned into wax or something yeah. like that, so it was just sure, peeling his skin off. off him. Yeah. Um, and it was just exposing like flesh and bone and everything but of course he couldn't say anything because his mouth was wax shut mm. so it was just like and yeah. like you know eyeballs rolling everywhere going Jesus stop doing that, that, that was, but they didn't really get into any of that no. further down into mm. it and then like the, the grand finale when they're in the house of wax that actually squicked me out more than uh, anything else that was going on it was just like the entire house was made of wax and they set fire to it essentially so it started melting slowly and it was just like staircases are melting they're walking through sludgy wax and it was, uh, that actually squicked me out mm. far more than that that was done very well yeah. though I thought but as well there was no kind of uh, I don't really you know, yeah, but you see the trouble was as well it squeaked me out but I was kind of like how would a house be made of wax and it wouldn't melt in the hot sun mm. or you know it wouldn't have been damaged or rotted or something like that it was just like no the house just you can just walk around and nobody knew it was made out of wax it was just mm. so bizarre well really yeah bizarre. It, it, that was it it was a big I think compared to the they seemed to nearly want to have it realistic mm. up to until that point and then it was straight into suspension of disbelief territory. yeah and yeah. it didn't really kind of because like even like they're up three stories and the whole fucking thing is melting and they're not full dry. and like yeah, when and it does so collapse it's really silly you kind of you know yeah, you're laughing like, at it yeah um, and it's like there's no fucking doubt whether like you know the, the killers are dead or not mm. they get fucking like stabbed to death and they mm. get fucking dropped down through the floor and all the house yeah. melts on top of them which is always if they want to do a sequel, it was mm. like, well, you can't, you know. And but yeah, then they did. Oh, yeah, there was a third brother, but like, yeah, yeah nobody. Yeah, it was like the cop kind of went, oh, she didn't have just the twins. There was a third brother, and mm. then as they were driving off out of the town, and the ambulance was like this uh, real sort of a uh, hick looking guy just sitting there going, howdy. Yeah, he you was know? the one that kind of brought yeah. him to the town in the first place, yeah. um, who was like for some reason dumping deer carcasses on the side of the road yeah. and as it is. Mm. Um, I don't know maybe it was like they were making the wax out of deer fat or I don't God know what knows, the fuck yeah. was going on but yeah it's I, I think it got nominated for Razzies as well and stuff mm. I don't time. think it deserves that I actually think no. it's a fairly solid B horror movie well that's the thing you when you com- compared to like it's I think at the time as well it probably fell foul to the, like you were saying the whole Paris Hilton thing um, but as well the whole thing with uh, there it was probably too many slasher movies at that time as mm. well um, that were around which was probably uh, stop ripping my hair out <laughs> um, which was uh, you know people were just sick of it yeah and it they just came in, and yeah. All the rest yeah absolutely um, but like with reflection I say comparing 
this mm. with House of or with the Wax or I'd 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 look at House of Wax again. Funnily enough, it's the other way around for me. I'd watch um Wait, no, what? No, yeah. House, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, House of Wax. Yeah, no, sorry. I got confused there because mm. it's all wax in the title. But yes, the 2005 film I'd watch again. The other yeah. one's not so much. Like, I mean, it's got that kind of thing where you can put it on in the background and browse away on your phone. And, <laughs> you know, where you're not really going to miss out on too much, but some of the, the deaths in it, you kind of go, oh, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Cool. it's a bit like a Final Destination. Yeah. Kind of now, I don't think I'd, I'd ever be in the situation where I'd be sitting down and kind of we where we come across it and say, oh, let's definitely look at this again. Yeah, put it on or like oh my god must watch list yeah. sit down with our popcorn and you know a couple of beers on mm. a Saturday night or something like but that but it's not that offensive you know yeah. it's I'm glad we looked at it whereas, it's serviceable as a horror film yeah. right? do you know what I mean but whereas Waxworks both of mm. them and I feel really bad saying about Waxworks because Waxworks is more creative mm. than Tomb they were definitely trying stuff but I think it just doesn't hit mm. on it like we said they're just too weird yeah. um, in a not a good way yeah uh, with it um, but like I mean at least they tried stuff but that was the thing in the 80s where it was like you know everyone was trying well not everyone but you mm. know they were trying something different whereas I don't think you get movie like that coming out nowadays no I don't think all. so no uh, mm. um, no no but yeah, this is, I think this is going to be a really short episode there's no point really kind of no I was going to say I mean you're after talking about exactly what you kind of wanted to get across I said, like the House of Wax I kind of it might be that is hitting kind of some sort of nostalgia bone with us as well because it would have been around that time where all the likes of say Jeepers Creepers and mm. all that kind of stuff was coming out where you were getting back into the sort of the, the schlocky horror the soundtrack kind of the soundtrack was mm. actually very good too. Yeah, I can't good. name one of the fucking the bands that were all Deftones uh, oh yeah the Deftones yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah it was that kind of new metal yeah it would have been uh, sort of our heyday as such like you yeah know. um where it's oh yeah i'm just after bringing it up yeah deftones disturbed marilyn manson the stooges joy division joy division yeah. and the prodigy as well can my chemical romance all of that kind yeah. of stuff yeah um and a blast from the past Harmar superstar who was big for like six months there back in the early 2000s but, oh yeah yeah um, um so you know it does it has it's but it had all the elements from mm. those things like and got played out by My Chemical Romance yeah at the end as well so it, it's that kind of it's that's the era of it and that's sort of it is a at the moment now it would be a very much a throwback film where you're kind of like okay you want to see mm. what the early 2000s are like watch this film that's what was going on at the time well it's as well it's like I think like originally we were going to do a podcast about movies and soundtracks yeah. and it would have been a lot of horror soundtrack but it would have been a lot of soundtracks probably from around this era yeah um, because there were ones like Dracula 2000 I quite like that movie the soundtrack I think is really good as well Scream soundtracks are mm. all actually decent Queen of enough. the Damned was basically Queen just a, an actual soundtrack track. film yeah, yeah. Um, Spawn is very good as mm. well you know the, the, there was all actually we should just do a podcast about like the best soundtracks from those um, but it's or well an episode <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, you know, this has those elements, but yeah. it, ju- it just didn't kind of... I enjoyed it. Yeah, but yeah. Would, would you look at it again? Yeah, uh, absolutely would. I you would you choose to look at it again? Would you look yes. at it again tonight? I would. I yeah, actually right. did enjoy it quite a lot. Yeah. So there oh. you go. There's um, high praise for me, I suppose, for yeah. saying, yeah, definitely watch it again. Considering this is a woman who said that you'd rather take a shit in your own hat than look <laughs> at uh, Orson Welles's Citizen Kane. That was something that was never said by me. <laughs> Have you seen Citizen Kane? 
Ah, uh, no, I well, haven't. Well, there you no. go, I have. I've seen versions of it in The Simpsons and... <laughs> so you're, you're aware of it And in Pinky culture. and the Brain. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no, I've never actually seen it. You had to look at it in college, didn't yes, you? Yes, yeah, I did indeed, yes. And it was okay. I don't think it's the best film ever made, but mm. then again, I would be more along well, the lines of Fight Club being the best film ever made. Uh, so. or, or House of Wax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite. <laughs> not quite. It wouldn't be up mm. there. But no, serviceable, enjoyable. Uh, yeah, nice kind of a Friday night film, I suppose, you know, coming up towards Halloween. Yeah. Citizen Kane? No. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, mm. see, the, the, the one thing that I learned from this is that I, I'm going to be try and be careful with the films <laughs> in the future. Like, well, actually, another thing you learned was that um, Jared Padalecki actually can act. Yeah, he could actually act in this, which mm. we, we were saying, like, he's in Supernatural, it seemed to be like with each passing season, he got lazier and later just forgot how to act to the end of it I, well, see, was I think just he like just like sank into the Sam character so quickly because they actually mm. did a, a kind of a, a standalone p- episode where they're like they took the piss out of like how bad an actor he was yeah <laughs> but um, no I said that's yeah, but that, I let's think. actually look at the the Walker uh, version that they did yeah. I think they got uh, more seasons out of it so I think once it gets past the first season yeah I yeah. think yeah it isn't too bad Walker yeah. Texas Ranger yeah maybe we should talk about that then as well at some stage yeah. I don't think so yeah we'd have to go back and look at the, I the know movie. the original the lone wolf McQuaid yes well, they, 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 you bet you've never no, seen that I have not uh, that was like actually quite like that movie and then I don't know if Walker Texas Ranger was based it was pretty much the same thing mm. but just a lot less violent um, because like something seemed to happen with uh, Chuck Norris in the 80s near the end of the 80s or maybe in the 90s where people like with the whole Chuck Norris website thing and the mm. facts and he became like Chuck Norris I think was always like but he was like his earlier films they were fucking edgy and like I mean people forget he was like one of the bad guys in fucking Mm. um, I think it was Game of Death or one of those where he was like acting a dickhead in real life with Bruce Lee to the point where Bruce Lee broke his ribs Um, but you know he was a cocky fucker and he Mm. was you know he was he was rough around the edges he was like that's why people are with those Chuck Norris memes is like you know yeah but then he became, you know, Chuck Doris. <laughs> you know, I think when he started doing the ads for the gym, remember the oh, yeah, they used to be on like late yeah. night where yeah. it was like, uh, oh, here's my, and you were kind of like, no way, it's one of those things you attach to your door handle, you know, like <laughs> fucking uh, Seinfeld's father was using. Oh yeah, yeah, Marty, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I, I think we're going to be more careful with some of the. Well, you, you're the ones that are the like I selected Indiana Jones, and that was quite good. So yeah. just be careful with the series you select. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that's it. Was just I don't know. It's it was just bad. Was that the video dead? That was actually one of the worst movies that we've seen. Do you, you remember that? It was like the oh, vaguely. Yeah, there were so just awful, like, zombies coming out of the. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. And like there was a lot of people seem to. Oh, it's a great. Mm. And you're just are you fucking high? Well, uh, different strokes for different folks, isn't it? Yeah, uh, well, mm. you get a stroke from it, all right. I suppose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. But yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Look, short episode, mm. short and sweet. If well, there's short and sweet, I don't know. Short yeah, and waxy, by short anyway. anyway yeah, mm. short, yeah, short <laughs> and waxy. Not much to be said about <laughs> the, the films. Mm. They didn't have any cultural significance. Not that we were kind of like we were talking about culturally significant. No, movies. I don't think so. But even with these, I wonder did poor old Madame Tussauds suffer, or did they get a boost from these films? No, well, that was the thing actually. The as well. I had in my head. Hey, look, when you're doing the episode, we should talk about that. 
that was a thing in the 80s were like a film like Waxworks Waxworks were really it really big it was a big thing it was really yeah. even Ireland had its Waxworks museum now that I've been to both yeah. I've been to the Dublin one I've been it's to Madame terrible, Tussauds yeah. the Dublin one is awful yeah. we went to Madame Tussauds together didn't we? did we we uh, went to someone over in London I remember and mm. it was awful it well, I, I went as a like, kid when I was yeah. like 12 or something like that and I thought it was fucking brilliant because mm. like I came back to school with all these photos like look it's me with Lenny Hitler <laughs> me with Hitler yeah well, hero. maybe not quite but like <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell anyone it was like Madame Tussauds and I was yeah. like I met Lenny Henry but that was the thing with, and like <laughs> me remember it used to be like on the news and it was yeah. like oh there's a new waxwork yeah they're doing one of like Prince William do Fringo but they were really creepy up close because yeah. it looked like t- a lot of them were very realistic but it looked like you know they, they were corpsey sh- yeah they were shitty though look. as well like yeah. I remember that we, we did go to one in London I say oh my remember. god I think and actually when awful. I was a kid I think there was a Jimmy Savile waxwork oh there probably was well, maybe was. it was actually Jimmy Savile um, yeah, yeah just yeah, sitting there yeah waiting for kids um, <laughs> now then now then yeah but uh, yeah there, there was really big and like that was something that they could have but that was because if you're looking at it nowadays you'd be like why are people getting so excited about going I, that's it, yeah, but for some reason it was really big in the 80s uh, in particular and then on into the 90s ah, as well. we had nothing else to be doing other than worrying about nuclear war and that's true I suppose which yeah. was better Coke or Pepsi yeah exactly uh, yeah what tracksuits you should wear yeah mm. I wasn't allowed to wear tracksuits I had to wear check shirts and dungarees <laughs> Who are you, so, Chucky? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Actually, well, if you look, I, I looked an awful lot like Chucky, and I had my body which looked an awful lot like Chucky yeah. as well. Actually, we might do child's play at some oh, stage, okay. but there's quite a lot of them. I know, and a lot of them are it. Yeah. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, be look, selective. Yeah, until next time, go over to our social media stuff mm. and have a happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm.